Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. But before we get started, folks, we have an iTunes five-star rating and review from Tegan underscore 90. Great podcast, highly recommend. This podcast is great. I love listening to people's amazing and scary experiences. The host, I feel, still has a little improvements to do, but the show is still young and obviously time and experience will certainly develop this amazing show to be even better. Thanks for the rating and review, Tegan, and I most certainly agree. But so long as everyone is enjoying listening to people's amazing encounters, I'm happy. Thanks again, Tegan. G'day, folks, and welcome to another episode of Encounters Down Under. Dee joins the show to tell us about her experiences involving both her and her daughter being abducted, which continue to escalate. But what makes this episode even more interesting is that there could be a possible relation between Dee and our first guest, Gail's experiences. So please welcome to the show, Dee. Welcome to the show there, Dee. Have you got you? Hello. Hi. Good evening, everybody. Yes, I am... Um... I, I'll tell you my story soon, but basically what happened was I only actually, I'm, I'm sorry to say, I've only actually listened to that one podcast. Oh, it's um, unfortunate. I think you now. when so much is going on, I, don't, I think it's at the moment when you've got so much going on and you're trying to sort of get through the the inexplainable shock, it's, it's a reality shift as you're going through these experiences. There's only so much you can actually mentally handle. Yeah. And for some reason, it was that one podcast there with Gail that really just stood out for me. And I thought, oh, I'll listen to this. And, you know, as I'm listening to her podcast, there were just moments where I'm, I'm pretty much shouting out, yes, me too. Yes, that's me. Oh, my goodness. And then I had this huge just, you know, urge. I just, I had to get in touch. Um, and no, I'm glad so you did. I was trying through your Facebook I was trying through your Facebook page, The Messenger, and every time I'm writing a message, Messenger crashed, crashed, and I was getting these bizarre messages which just wouldn't let me get through, and then it was like, right, I need to get onto your email, so got onto your email, and I'm, I sent an email, I, I even um, did a little sketch of, of the of the, the alien being that that I saw to sort of just get through to say I really need to get through and I really needed to talk to Gail and um, and yes we did catch up on the weekend and it was just fantastic we couldn't stop talking and it was also a catalyst for me to come onto this show and and to um, to talk to you and to, to anyone who's listening and who's going through all this as well because um, 
through my sort of looking at things now and I've, I've been in touch with um, Mary Rodwell, who some of you may know as oh, well. Yeah. She's she's here in Australia, in Queensland. Yeah, she's a, a UFO expert. She um, She's written books, she's done lots of lectures and things and, uh, and you know, in, in sort of in sort of desperation, when, when you're in the shock of it all, um, you know, I, I just contacted her. I was trying to get through to her too, just to say, oh my God, you know, what is this? What's going on? And, uh, and she said, right now, at this point in time, it's just exploded. She's, she's getting nearly over 100 people every day contacting her. Oh, wow. It's huge. It's happening. There's lots going on. There's lots of people experiencing or realizing they're experiencing and um, and so one of these thing is you know one of my reasons to do this podcast as well is is to just say to people first up you're not alone um, also I'll, I'll explain as well I've, I've been seeing a traditional counselor and she even said to me you're not crazy the situation around you is crazy but you're not crazy. And, and I think that's, that's an important message as well that I'm really wanting to get across in the sense that I think we all know ourselves very well. We all know our own mental health very well. And we do know what is real and what's not real. Um, and then there is that shock and fear of when you are realizing what is going on and that this is, this is legit, this is really actually happening. Um, you're scared and then you're also scared about who to turn to to talk to and who to speak about this with yeah, so absolutely. anyway I'll, I'll start from I'll start from the beginning um, yep yeah, uh, first of all I just my, um, want to remind people that um, the people mm -hmm. who are listening obviously if you do have a question there put it in the comments and I will re mm. uh, relate to D so by all means comment away any questions that you might have so yeah I'll give it to you there Thank D you. and yes, um, by great. all means take it over thanks Excellent. Um, so yes, I just I think one thing that I really want to get across as well is that uh, I'm very normal, normal, normal. Um, so uh, you know, I live here in um, in Brisbane, in Queensland. Um, I have two young children, and uh, and one of my young children, my daughter, is an experiencer as well. Um, but also, it it sort of stems from my childhood. I I, um, I grew up in. Adelaide in South Australia and I remember even as a child I've just got memories of just knowing there was something around them and you know when you're you're lying in bed at night you know sometimes you're thinking is it just my imagination as a child but I just knew there was always something out there running past the window or something and I also have, have a memory of, of a very clear fear memory a fear that was so strong it just paralyzes me you know up the back up the neck you just felt paralyzed um, very conventional family uh, you know we, we went to church um, my dad then sort of didn't like church anymore and, and he started to sort of explore new age a little bit um, and so I, I always sort of had this sort of growing up that, you know, it's not one life, um, you know, there's life after death. And, and then, of course, there are sort of other galaxies and other, you know, there have to be other beings out there. So that was the belief. But I don't feel that that really 
was linked to my sort of thoughts of this presence and that fear of memory. Um, but apart from that, everything was really quite normal. Um, it was only as I got um, older and, uh, you know, in um, in my 30s when um, we were trying for children um, with my um, husband at that time. And I remember, you know, when you're really trying for children, you're, you're following cycles, you're, you're ticking calendars, you're, you're, you're doing everything you can. And, um, and I was pregnant and, um, you know, a test came up and it's very hard to not see that there's two very clear red lines on the test. And, uh, and we were getting close towards the time when you start booking in for, uh, for scans and things. I was going to my doctor. The doctor also there was saying, yep, you're pregnant, fantastic. Let's start getting you ready for scans. Um, I was actually over in London at this time as well, so it was a different health system there. Um, and then just one day I found, oh, my, my period's coming. This is a bit strange. Um, I thought, this isn't a miscarriage. This is just weird. And I went to my doctor, and uh, and she said, "Oh no, um, this is this is a bit weird. I have to sort of refer you to the hospital to their miscarriage unit." Got there, did the scans, and they were saying, "There's nothing there. It's just there's no evidence. It's gone." And the only way they could explain it to me at that stage was, "Oh, your body absorbed the pregnancy." And I even remember then just thinking, hmm, that just doesn't add up. There's just something strange there. That's not quite right. But but again, you know, you're sort of upset. You know, um, you had plans. You know, family was told and whatnot. So the easiest way to explain it was like, oh, yeah, I had a miscarriage. And then we just moved on. And then going on throughout the years as we're trying for children, I just, I had all the symptoms. You know, I, I started to hold off on doing the tests because I thought, oh, I'm pregnant, but I'm just going to wait. And then I just wasn't pregnant. And it was just, there was things there that I always thought, this is just a bit weird. Um, but I let it go. And uh, and thankfully, um, you know, after many years of trying, um, naturally we, um, we have um, two children. Um, so presently I have a daughter now who's nine and uh, a son who's six. And uh, yeah, so that that was really it, and that's about really it that was going on. Um, there was always, you know, a bit of sort of strange bruises on my thighs or, or on my arms, and uh, and with my husband, he would always say, "Oh, where did you get that bruise from?" Well, that's a bit strange. Um, and I'd be like, "Oh, I don't know. I don't know. It's just a bruise." I think I even remember once asking a doctor about it because your first thing is, you know, you've got strange bruises. You think, oh my gosh, leukemia or something. And and, uh, and I remember the doctor going, no, no, you're fine. You just, you bruise easily. You just got bruises. Okay. And again, you just file it away as in, mm, it's strange, but it's, it's still explainable. You just filed it away. But I think where this really started to take a head for me was really very recently. It was it was this year, and it started um, probably late May even this year, where um, my children were doing football practice um, at, uh, at an oval nearby, and uh, and I. Um, I took that time to do some exercise on the oval next to them as they're doing their football practice. 
and um, so on that oval because there's no one on it they don't turn the lights the lights on it was getting a bit dark and uh, and I'm just sort of walking around and around lost in my own thoughts going around and around the oval to uh, to just get some exercise in and then I just stopped and I just had this thought and I looked up at the sky and it was a beautiful clear night just, you know you can see all the stars and I'm looking up going wow if, if ever a night I was to see you know a craft or something it would be tonight it's just such a clear night and then I just thought you know what, go on, if you're real, I put the challenge out there. In my mind, this was all in my mind, I'm, I'm standing there just going, if you're real, go on, show me a craft. And then the thought came into my head, or an owl. And I don't know where that came from, but, but I just sort of went, or an owl, because I, I think I've heard or I knew or somewhere I knew that they're messengers of aliens. And I just thought, yeah. okay, fine. Go on, show me a craft or show me an owl. Put the challenge out there. And of course nothing happened. Of course nothing happened. So I uh, picked up the kids. We're driving home. And as we're coming into our, uh, our Brisbane sort of, you know, suburban driveway, there on the driveway, right where my lights are hitting it, is an owl. Yeah, well. And uh, and it just sort of yeah you just sort of looked and went oh okay hey kids look there's an owl and they're like oh yeah mummy that's there's an owl what's for dinner we're hungry <laughs> and there's not so often you see owls going, either right uh, no no don't see owls here um, and it was an owl a white owl. Um, Are you in like a sort of like a bit of a went, bushland, or is it pretty oh, like pretty built up suburban area? Suburban, in, in sort of you know in a in a Brisbane, and um, and you know the thing is also yep fine. If you're going to see an owl, you know you'd think they'd be up on a tree really, um, yeah. or you know it's not like I'm scouring the trees. It's not in a bush. It's there on. The ground. Yeah, honestly, and I've seen a few owls sort of like, in the middle of the road. The time, every time that I've seen an owl, they're always in the, been in the middle of the road. Yeah, which but is this odd. is the thing, it's the synchronicity as well, which is like, yeah. I've never seen one, and then all of a sudden, this one night where I've had these thoughts and these calling out, and there you've got it. And that's where I just sort of went, oof, okay. But you sort of go, sure, no problems. I'll just, yep, in we go. I've got you know, uh, I'm a single mother now um, with the kids, so I've got shit I need to do. In we go, cooking, getting them to bed, so on and so forth. And uh, and then that's all fine. And then it would have probably been, it was early July, so I do remember it was um, early July, so it was probably only about a week after that owl incident, where... Um, I've um, the kids are in bed and I'm in bed and I'm actually just watching TV in bed and my daughter gets up and she comes over to me and um, and she's you know wide-eyed she would have been sort of in bed maybe asleep for about an hour and a half to two hours anyway, she she comes in her eyes are wide open she's sort of looking at me and uh, she just says to me I feel strange mummy and, uh, you know, my first thought are, you know, is it your tummy? And she says it again, I feel strange, mummy. 
and you know, again, I'm sort of think, you know saying to her, "Are you going to vomit?" Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking, you know, <laughs> you know, what you've just because you, you think of that as, as a kid, and she's like, "I feel strange," and then she just turned around and started to walk back to her room. So I walked with her, put her down, and you know, I'm realizing, "Oh, okay, you're sleepwalking," and she's never done that before. So I'm like, "Okay, all right, she's sleepwalking," you know, she's she. When she went back into bed, put her up in there, she fell asleep straight away. And uh, and I just sort of went, oh, okay, all right, she, she's okay. And then I went to bed and then I, um, you know, um, turned off the TV and went to sleep. And then it would have been probably a couple of hours later, I got woken up by a sound and I thought it was my cats. I've got two cats. Uh, which um, also, I might add, they, um, my two cats... They used to um, sleep with me, so they would, um, you know, as cats do, they like to come into your bed and uh, and sleep down by my feet, and I loved it. I, I would have them both there, and sort of from that early July onwards, they just stopped. They would not come and sleep here in my room or in my bed anymore. And, uh, and you know, cats can be fickle, so you don't. I know, but cats be fickle you know I give that to them but there was an element where I was like oh I miss my cats so anyway again so this night you know sorry my daughter is saying that she's feeling strange and uh, and then I've gone to bed I wake up sort of two hours later with a sound and I thought oh it's the cats and uh, I sit up in bed and I look across the wall across from my my bed is just a, a blank sort of white wall and I'm looking and there's this light there across from me. And I'm looking at it going, well, that's a bit strange. It's this sort of blurry, foggy sort of light. And I'm just trying trying to look at it and I'm thinking, is it the, you know, trying to blink my eyes to focus on it. Just thinking, oh, I've just, that's really strange. And as I'm looking at it, I'm noticing something appearing next to it and it's sort of slowly sort of coming into focus and then it came into the, such a focus that it's very much real. There was no blurriness around this and um, that's when um, the, you know, the alien being appeared and it was just standing there staring at me. So I... Um, I started to sort of look and scan it. So I saw the head, you know, big sort of bulbous head, and then I'm moving down, and it's got this very protruding eye, eyebrow bone, very big eyebrow bone. And then I'm looking, and it's got this long jaw, the, it's sort of the bulbous head, and this jaw that sort of goes down and, and down into sort of like the middle of the chest. The best way I can describe it, it's sort of like that um, the painting Edward Munich's The Scream, you know, that sort of round, okay, so big, bigger though, bulbous head with this jaw that just dripped down. So this thing, like if, like, if they mm -hmm. looked down, their chin would literally be banging onto their chest kind of thing. It was on the chest, yeah. It, it would be, you know, pretty much where, where your heart, it just... And, and that's really what threw me was this jaw. I'm just going, that is just weird. And then after that jaw, I started to scan the arms and they were sort of very thin. You know, my thoughts were sort of like, oh, they're thin, long arms. And then you could see these thin fingers at the end. And the body, you know, was in proportion to it all. You know, it wasn't a ridiculously thin body or, or anything. It was just sort of normal 
body width, if you like, and then I could see there was legs also thin going down because at, at the end of my bed, um, I couldn't see where the feet were or how, you know, I, I actually couldn't see if the feet were on the ground or if it was above the ground. And I'd sort of say roughly it would be about 170 centimetres tall. It was to about that, that level, 5'8", um, in those measurements. And I was just looking, going, oh, the arms and whatnot, and I'm scanning. And then I get back up to the head, and I'm looking at the eyes. And it, it's the eyes that just threw me. They're, you know, almond-shaped, black, just pitch black matte eyes. And there's just nothing there. And that, that was what threw me. And again, the thought of they're just so neutral. And it was neutral, but in a sort of a scary, negative way, neutral. There's just nothing there. Um, you know, I think as, as, as human beings, we, we look into people's eyes because we're trying to gauge things. This is just what we yeah. naturally do. And here I am just looking at those eyes, just going, this just, just neutral, just neutral. And, uh, and then that's when I, I freaked out. And that's when I just sort of went, oh, my God, you know, rolled over into my bed, put the you know the the duvet cover over my head and was just going it can't hurt me it's not going to hurt me it can't hurt me it's 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 not going to hurt me and then i actually managed to just bang fall asleep again which is really oh, weird thanks. because in that sort of yeah in that sort of state of panic or, or sort of shock normally you just can't get back to sleep again and i just sort of went no. bang back to sleep um so, you know, and then I woke up in the morning and the next day, it, you're just sort of still processing. You're just going, yeah, that was weird. Okay, yep, that's weird. Sure, right. And just sort of, you know, okay, all right. And a little bit just, freaked out. I think but, yeah. it took me a couple of days. To, <laughs> a little bit freaked out. took me a couple of days to process and I just thought, okay, right. Um, I think I called my mum. And uh, and I explained those two things to her, and she was like, "Okay, yep, but you're fine." I'm like, "Yep, I'm fine, mum." <laughs> I have to actually say, my mum, my mum is a scientist, and um, and and you know, grew up a, a very devout Catholic thing. But you know, she she could see that I'm telling her this you know, <laughs> it's real. Um, so she was just sort of trying to give sympathy and trying to sort of help. Really, she was a bit like, okay, yep, strange things happen. Okay. Um, and that's about it. Probably and passing it off of, as a dream. That I just, felt a little yeah. bit... No, no. no? It, it was the thing is, your eye, my eyes were blurry for... I know what a dream is. Again, oh, no, so I meant like your mum's trying to say you're probably preferring oh, a dream. Oh, my mum... Oh, I don't think she sort of, again, cause I'm, I was saying that to her as well in the sense that I'm like, I know what I saw. I know when my eyes are, you know, focusing, when I'm awake, when, when I'm in that, you know, conscious mind state. So I think she just sort of, yeah, let, let that one be really. Um, yeah. And then I just sort of let it be too. I always felt a little bit uneasy. And like I said, the cats just wouldn't come to my room. Um, and they wouldn't, uh, you know, 
um, I've got a big tomcat and he likes to get fed in the middle of the night um, and he would he used to come in and sort of jump on me in the middle of the night to get, for me to get up and feed them um, and now and from that time and even to now he now actually won't come in the door he actually is out um, he scratches the wall of the door out there um, to get me up to get him to feed um, but he will not come in anymore. So um, it, there's still there's still something around, and the cats still are not um, not comfortable here in my room. Um, so yeah, that that was that was that. So that was that um, that evening, and then um, I sort of let it go, and until a few nights later, when again. Um, my daughter got up and was in that sleepwalk state again. Um, so she went to bed. A couple of hours later, she gets up. Um, I was not sleeping too well, I think, at this stage. Um, and it was about 11 o'clock. And um, so I was wide awake. So she came in again and she had these you know, big open eyes and she was saying to me, Mum, I've got dark angels in my room. And I was sort of like, okay, yep. And then she says to me, Mum, they're telling me I'm number 24. I'm like, okay, yep, okay. yep, yep. And then, she, and then she says to me, and their eyes, Mum, they have these eyes. And as soon as she said that, I was like, yep, I know. I know exactly what you're talking about. And um, so I said, yeah, and I just sort of pulled her in and I said, no, you're sleeping with me tonight. So, um, you know, we slept. And then the next day, that's, I think that was, and it's still hard even now sort of talking about, I think when you're noticing your child is sort of in this state and, and she's, she's experiencing stuff, that's, I think that's what really does start to throw you and you're just sort of going, oh, shit. Um, yeah, this, this isn't good. Yeah, because there's nothing so, you can do. Uh, you have so no control the next over day, it. nothing. No control. I think that's what the Again, part you know, is. I, I, I live in my house. Yeah, you know, I've got Crimsafe on all my windows. I've got Crimsafe on my doors. I, I lock up at night and I feel pretty comfortable that I've got enough locks, you know, for, for intruders and things. I'm not scared of humans. I'm not I'm scared of human intruders. They're not going to get into here. It's yep. this. You cannot stop it. You cannot. This. This is. These. This is something beyond. You know, locks and bolts and things, and uh, and that 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 shook me. So that was again that afternoon. I actually called my both my parents. Um, Dad was there then, and I just sort of went. I, I can't do this. This is this is just you know clear now. This is getting beyond it. So I spoke to them, told them you know everything. Um, and it was, it's hard for my parents too because, you know, with lockdowns at the moment and whatnot, they couldn't come up, you know, and um, and you're sort of stuck. You're on your own. Um, meanwhile, you know, i I got to go to work. So, you know, you got to go to work and smile and uh, and be there, be present, be, um, be able to... Um, to produce what you need to do for work, and uh, and that's hard. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I work in HR as well, oh, um, so you know I have people with grievances and telling me stuff, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> no, no, not not quite. But you know that that's 
where you are and, and you know, you try to sort of hold it together. So yeah, that was hard. Yeah, last thing you want to do is so go and deal with other people's that, problems. That was when I, yeah. So with my daughter, when she, she was at that stage, that, that got hard. And then that night, so I spoke to my parents during the day and I'm just like, this is just getting crazy. And then that evening, I'm trying to normalize things. So, oh, the other thing is with my daughter, the next mornings, uh, you know, she woke up in my bed going, why, why am I here, mum? She did not remember a single thing. And, uh, and I was trying to prod her, sort of saying, oh, did you have any bad dreams or something? She has no recollection. Um, so I wasn't going to push it with her or take it further because I thought, great, I'm, I'm glad you're not remembering anything. Yeah. Um, but then the next night, um, so with the kids, we're sitting, we're, we're watching TV. Um, again, I'm, I'm in a small place and it's only me and my kids and the cats where I'm, I'm living. And uh, so the TV gets turned off, time for, um, for showers and things. So the kids are, are um, in the bathroom, they're showering. I'm, I'm sitting sort of on the floor of the bathroom um, and I'm just in my head thinking, why is this happening? Why me? Why is this going on? Why is this happening? Why me? And um, and yeah, so they finished in the shower. I you know I help them put their towels on, and then I walk out of the bathroom first, and I'm walking along to the kitchen, and I can hear on my kitchen speaker there's music playing, and uh, and again I'm like, oh that's that's strange. It's just random music playing from my uh, my speaker. It is one of those Google speakers, but um, there's music playing. Okay. And I go over to listen and the song is the most bizarre thing I've ever heard. It was just these words over and over again to a sort of a hip hop beat with sort of hip hop music going. And the words were, the answer lies in the sky way up high in the sky the answer lies and it was just that over and over again yeah okay and i'm standing there listening to this just going great <laughs> yeah awesome. have you tried and, searching and my for kids the song come out and, and no no and my kids come out and i say to um to my daughter i said did you put this on and she's like, no, no, I've just come out of the bathroom, mummy. And then I say to both of them, have you heard this song before? Do you know this? And they're both like, no, no, don't know. And I just got, I actually got angry and I just slammed the speaker off and I just sort of went, that's crazy. And then it was a couple of days, all my speakers are linked to, to my Spotify account. So if music were to play through them, it's through Spotify um, as such. And so I had a look through my history a couple of days later in Spotify. No, nothing like that's there. And also, I've never heard anything like it. This is the other thing because, you know, <laughs> songs don't just have the same lines over and over yeah, again. Yeah, it's a bit different on that <laughs> you one. Know, they're, Especially they're, with the hip-hop beat. <laughs> the hip-hop beat, and it was an Aussie's accent hip-hop and it was just those 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 lines if, if someone's heard it please let me know I just, that just but I just felt it then I was I was angry I just slammed that thing off and it was sort of like yeah that yeah so just, how the lyrics go again the answer lies guys. in the sky the out yeah the answer lies in the sky way up high the answer lies 
I'm just trying to search it now. Um, see if we can try and find it for you. Because that is extremely weird, especially like, coming out to that. Mm -hmm. So all I can find mm -hmm. is um, a bit of Led Zeppelin, but I don't think that would have been Led Zeppelin there with a bit of hip-hop no. going on. <laughs> no. Uh, no, and I'll I'll let you know we're not hip hop um, um, listeners either. Yep. So it's not like you know I don't know sometimes your your music preferences will bring up a music preference song like this and whatnot. Yes, sorry, it's not it's not a, a genre um, of music and uh, and yeah. Yeah, I thought if you're gonna play me something, can you play me something nice? You know, I don't know, <laughs> something like, you know, most songs are about love, aren't they? It would have been yeah. nice to have something like, you're loved or something. I don't know. And yeah, that just, yeah. So that happened, um, and then it, it, it sort of goes on. So, so this now, now you're starting to really the the mind is now just starting to sort of just go. You know, the stress levels now are high. You know, my anxiety is high and my fear is high. I, I don't want to sleep at night. Um, so that's when, you know, I, I, I never used to sleep with lights on. Lights are on now. Yeah. And, um, and again, it was just hard to just function. Um, so, yeah, there was the music. Then the following night, um, again, um, the following night I woke up again and there is this voice very clear and it sounds like it's just in my kitchen and it's an english male's voice it sounded like i would describe it like a bbc you know news presenter you know beautiful okay so english is in come from britain um, from britain with that english accent yes yep. very crystal clear and it woke it woke me up and um, and i can hear the voice and I'm trying desperately to hear the words but it's like it's sandwiched between some sort of tones it's hard to explain and the more I'm trying to hear it the less I'm hearing it and it's just disappearing from me disappearing from me and um, and that's sort of when you're sort of going oh that's that's a bit strange too but you know what I, I'm just gonna ignore it and then the next night after that, um, again, I get woken up at night and I'm hearing, it was so loud and it was right above my um, my roof and it was just this woo, woo, woo and it was so loud. I'm sitting up in bed thinking, oh my goodness, my entire suburb can hear this, woo, woo, woo. And then eventually it just goes, and it just sort of, just you can hear it just sort of streaming away. And that was something that Gail described in her podcast too. She, she described yeah. it sort of like the, um, uh, the, the Aboriginal thing. And that was when I went, the yeah, or the Woomera. And that's when I went, well, yeah, whatever the, the Aboriginal, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I, think, that, I think it's the Woomera. I think she mentioned or whatever that they, Yeah. And I just sort of went, that's, that's it. That's, you know, when she said it, that's what, that was what I heard too. So, you know, but by this stage, I'm really, really utterly stressed. Um, I did put a, um, a Facebook post out because I'm thinking, who do you go to? 
who can I actually get some help with this? You know, I'm, I'm not sleeping, I'm highly stressed, you know, at work you've got to still show up, smile and, uh, and you know, listen to other people's issues and all this sort of thing. Yeah. And uh, and I'm thinking, what what can I do here? I, I I can't go on like this. I cannot go on like this. So on my Facebook page, uh, sorry, on a Facebook page, I put up a, a post, and the um the person let me post anonymously to a you know a, a spiritual group, and I just said, who has experience with this or has worked with people who've experienced this? to just help me um, with this and I only had one response really and it was someone who tagged their friend who does, um, and I don't know how to pronounce it properly, sorry, kinesiology, kinesiology oh, and um, kinesiology, it, it's, and even now, I'm, I'm, you know, I've had a few sessions, it's been great but I still, it's to do with energies and, and somehow moving through energies and speaking to your subconscious. So I got in touch with her and uh, the session I had with her, so this was all going crazy, then I finally saw her on a Saturday and, um, and through sort of subconscious ways she was able to sort of tap in and, and sort of see that yes, you know, th there are sort of the alien presence around um, and uh, and that they are coming for me and my daughter, that there was a, a contract or an agreement that was before we even sort of came onto this earth um, in the physical form that we were in, uh, that it was made with these beings yep. and, um, and that they're there. But, you know, I, I was just sort of saying, I, I don't want this stop it stop it so you know she um she put sort of a a um, sort of positive energy around the house sort of blocked off the the portals she said there's portals here and uh oh, and sort of you know moved them on and you know you sort of go okay great i left the session feeling better definitely felt much better and then believe it or not that night um when i went to bed i actually slept and one of my cats came and slept oh, at my legs. <laughs> um, so I sort of went, oh, okay, right, okay. That my Siamese came and slept at my legs. And I went, oh, yay. Um, but that was the only night. After that, there was no more nights with no more sleeping with, with the cats. Oh. Um, and then again, it, it would have been about four, five nights after that session. Again, I sort of woke from sleep um, but again I wasn't I woke up and I'm standing next to my bed but I'm not physically standing there this this is again sort of you know you could call it your essence your spirit your something and I'm standing next to my bed and I can feel you should celebrate yourself every day but some days you should celebrate with jewelry whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style them and they they're trying to get me again it's hard to explain and I know and I know the feeling so well and I'm standing there and it's this energy field and it's this sort of foggy sticky sweet sort of weird feeling and I can feel that they're there and I'm meant to go through this I'm meant to go through that to get to them and I'm standing there going, oh, I got to call my mum, and I'm trying to reach back for my phone, and you know, of course, I'm not quite getting it. And yeah. then the thought came to my mind because after the kinesiology session, I thought, hang on, I don't have a contract with you, I don't have any agreements with you, and whoosh, I was back in my bed, bang, wide awake. Oh wow! And so again. Something there must have just stopped it at that stage. Something there, and I woke up just going, "Oh wow, wow, that was, that was something." You know, I, I again, yeah. that wasn't a dream, and I, I knew that that vibe, that feeling. It's, it's really hard to describe, and I just knew, well, okay, I've, I've, I've escaped, if you like. I've pushed that one away. Um, so since then, things sort of have improved um, you know um, again it's where are we now oh hang on tonight's Thursday night yes it would have been probably Monday night or Tuesday night this week I can't remember now again I woke up um, at about you know one two in the morning again and I can hear music tones and they sound like they're outside and it sounded like elevator music type tones, just really weird, just these jingling tones. And again, I'm trying to listen to them because they woke me up. They were that loud, they woke me up. And then as I'm trying to listen, trying to sort of get my ear around them, they just start to float away from your your, your perceptions. Yep. And I can't hear them and they're just gone. And I remember then going, uh-huh, yep, I know that, I know that feeling that 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 feeling again and then um oh and this is the second time it's happened again so i think this this bird um 
was also the night of the BBC English voice as well. After that, I think I heard this bird too. And then um, after these tones, a cuckoo bird starts up. So these these tones left, I couldn't hear them. And then, and, and I'm in suburban Brisbane, and please tell me anyone in Brisbane if you've heard a cuckoo <laughs> at 1, 2 a.m. at night. And again, I'm hearing this cuckoo, cuckoo outside, and I'm thinking, oh, I don't like that. Something's just a bit wrong with that, that as well. That is really weird. Um, yeah, and it did about four four cuckoos, and then it just stopped, um, and then I went to sleep, and then the next morning my daughter wakes up, and um, and she's a bit sort of sinusy and whatnot, and I'm looking, and I can see she's got sort of like blood in her left nostril, and she sneezes, and just sort of blood comes out from that left nostril as she sneezed. And um, she was fine by it. She was just sort of, oh, yeah, you know, just to... But I'm looking and I'm going, oh, I don't like that either. There's just something not right there. She's not one to wake up with blood noses. My, my, I never had blood noses as a kid. Yeah. You know, the, 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 those sort of blood noses. And, and to have just this trickle out of her left nostril, I just sort of... Something, again, just made me go, oh, I'm not like this. So, yeah. So it, it sort of continues... It's. I'm now trying to work through it and with it. Um, like I said, I've reached out for, with um, with Gail and, and we've caught up, and it's really helped talking to somebody. Um, and, and we're saying, you know, if you know, we're happy to support. And I think you need to find your tribe and find people to support. I actually also, because I am the HR person and I bang on to everybody at uh, at work about, you know, mental health and we have an employee assistance program and uh, and I just thought, you know what, bugger it, I'm going to call them because I also know being in HR that I get the reports when someone's called the employee assistance program yep. and, uh, and I thought, okay, I'm going to give the conventional side, uh, you know, I'm going to see how, how this is handled. And um, and I called them up to just try to get some help with all this as well, and um, and the lady that I got through the employee assistance program, again I have to say has been excellent. My first question to her sort of was, you know, how how do you how would you deal with somebody who has, you know, alien experiences? And she's like, well, I'm that's what I'm here to do. I'm here to listen and and to hear you, no matter what you are telling me, and. Um, and uh, we were talking and she used the words and these words keep sort of repeating. She said to me, because, you know, you're, you're talking and you're just going, this, this is crazy. I, I feel like I'm going crazy. And she was the one who stopped me and she said, no, you are not crazy. The situation around you is crazy. You are not crazy. And, uh, and that just really stuck and I, I just want to get that out to everybody as well, you know, we are not crazy, you know, this isn't, you know, there are mental health issues that you have because of this, you know, I've never had anxiety before and now I have this, you know, anxious, nervous energy at times, like, you know, I'm talking about it now, I can feel sort of the anxiety there. But generally, this isn't me. I'm the most easygoing, normal sort of person you can have out there. But uh, so that was good to hear. And I had another session with her. I've had about three counselling sessions with her. And today, I actually explained to her, you know, um, I'm doing this podcast. And what would you say to people 
because you're from the conventional field and I think there is this fear if you go to your doctor if that you're going to get diagnosed as, as a crazy person or you're going to get ridiculed or they're going to you know send you off to a psychiatrist and you're going to get medicated um, I think at times you actually would love to get medicated. I would have oh, loved to have been in would. a padded cell. Maybe I would have got some. Maybe I would have got some sleep. You know, maybe. Yeah. But I, it wouldn't have solved the issue. No. It would not have stopped them. It wouldn't have stopped. And I know, um, I actually don't. I really don't like medication. And maybe this is a throwback from all this as well. I don't like medication. I don't like needles. I don't like injections. I don't like anything. It's like don't don't touch me. Don't don't do anything to me. Um, so there is that fear. So when I spoke to her earlier today, she was saying that, you know, she works a lot with narrative therapy and she says, I'm here to listen and to hear and, you know, and what people really want is for their story to hear people to tell their story and to have their story validated and yeah. uh, and you know there, there's so much more out there there's so much more than just our brains and and you know the universe that we know and and oh, you know, absolutely. You, you've got to you've got yeah and so that that she's she's helped as well that's been helping so you know and uh, and like I said I'm, I'm going to be working with Mary Rodwell I have a, a hypnotherapy session booked with her in November um, to sort of just look back and, and just try to get some of those answers particularly for my daughter you know there, there is this thing where I just don't want her sort of you know having any trauma or, or feeling strange about it she, she's a very clued up child for a nine-year-old um, she's a she's a very intelligent child and she does she always sort of said I, I know I'm a bit weird mum I know I'm a bit strange and um, she, she senses there's something different um, yeah yeah no, so another thing sorry just um, one of the things that Mary does also is you do, she sends you just a um, sort of like a questionnaire thing and, and one of the questions that stood out for me on there was you know what are your phobias what are your fears and one of the things that stood out for me was that both myself and my daughter have really big fears of lifts I remember as a child I would take the stairs over going up lifts um, you know, I, um, with my father, I actually uh, remember we went to Chicago and went to, is it Sears Tower there? I can't remember, the tallest tower there in Chicago. Yep. And I remember being in that lift just petrified as a 10-year-old, grabbing him. My head was just in, you know, under his armpit somewhere, just hating that lift. And even to this day, um, you know, we we've always tried to avoid lifts and, and I always thought that's weird that Claire's like this as well. She, she's always one of the first, I don't want to take a lift. And uh, when I spoke to Mary about it, she said yes, because it gives you that feeling. It's being in a lift, especially as you're going upwards, it's that same feeling as you're being taken from your body, as you're rising up. It's something else that um, that can be a, a phobia that, that experiences have is the fear of lifts. So yeah. These little things, as you start to look, as you start to sort of explore some of the, the strange things, you go, oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Or I'm seeing this now. So, mm. yes. Anyway, sorry, I think I've That's spoken right. enough. Oh, no, um, look, you're doing brilliant. That's absolutely fantastic. Um, but I do have one okay. question here. Um, asked, someone's asked, have you um, 
I uh, thought about it referring to MUFON. MUFON? I haven't even heard of what What's MUFON? So MUFON is basically uh, you your report. Your, it's M-U-F-O-N. So um, I can't remember what they actually stand for now. But um, basically it's okay. the world's best place to go and report UFO sightings or any experiences you might have had in regards to UFOs or aliens in that sense. Oh, so they're no, reasonably large, reasonably large organisation, yeah. and um, but I think they're more uh, go on the side of um, sightings, more and experiences, encounters, sort of things like um, you know abductions, yeah. sort of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, this is what I find interesting. I, I think people are accepting of. You can see it's coming out in the media a little bit as well. You know this sort of disclosure of uh, of the you know the U.S. you know with the Navy and um, and the Air Forces saying that they have seen strange things in the sky. Yeah. Um, you know UFOs flying. You know they have been captured on sort of some of the radars and things and that. And people seem to sort of get or sort of understand. Oh yes, there's you know there's sightings of UFOs or these UFOs flying. But to take that next step and go, there's something in them and there's something in them that doesn't stay in those ships. Yeah. It comes, it comes down and, and you know, it starts to, to poke and prod. They're here, they're amongst us and they're visiting us. That I think that, that starts to become that step where it gets, you know, a bit much for for, for people. And, uh, and, you know, I understand that, that it is pretty freaky stuff. It it's, is. It's, it it's not what is. we have been, you know, conditioned to not believe that. We have been conditioned over these years to uh, to dismiss it and to uh, to ridicule people and to, you know, you, you, what, what are you smoking? You know, yeah, that's get away just from a that dream or, or something like that. And, it, and it's not this... Exactly, exactly. We, you know, general society have, has, is starting to move away from the stigma of mental health and all that. We've got to move away from stigma over this now because, um, like I said, you know, Mary is saying it's just becoming huge right now. There's there's something in the air. You know, we're, we're in cra crazy times yeah. and the world is in a crazy place and, and I think there's going to be a lot more of this going on. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I do have another question there for you. Um, are you scared of having the hypnosis done mm. as you may remember more or are you prepared to remember more detail? Yeah, there is still the fear there. Exactly that. H hence, I've sort of pushed it back till about the end of November. Um, in the meantime, I'm just sort of taking it a bit slowly. I, I must say I'm about two chapters in to Mary Rodwell's book um, called Awakening and that's sort of just, it's a very good book because it takes you through the stages of what you're going through and what you're feeling and and uh, and takes you through, um, sorry it's not at my hand so I can't uh, can't uh, sort of say but it, you know there's there's a section there which speaks about the ten stages of sort of, of awareness where you know you're going through oh this is happening and oh shit and Oh my God! My reality, my reality's thrown. It, 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 she, she takes you through all that, and I'm still yep. sort of there. Where, um, yeah, 
you're in a place now where I'm, I'm looking and I'm seeing things completely differently. You know, your reality has been thrown. You're now going, you know, there's so many questions there. But at the same time, I'm not necessarily seeking out all the answers. There is still a fear factor there. You know, I think some people say, oh, you know, there's a great documentary on, I don't know, Netflix or something or whatever. Have you watched it? No, no, thank you. <laughs> I, I can only, I can only go to certain steps. You know, I actually, I really want to sleep at night. Um, there's yeah. only certain bits I can do. Hence, yeah, I'm sorry, I haven't listened to lots of podcasts and things. It, there's only so much I can sort of take in and handle. And uh, and what I'm really trying to do is get away from the negative vibrations of fear, anxiety, nerves. And I need to change that into a positive. So, because I feel, uh, you know, I, I'm a strong believer in, you know, having positive energies, putting that positive out, and then you attract the positive back and all that. Um, and it's it's challenging me in that way because, um, yeah, I'm just really trying to move away from the fear. Um, that's that's the hard bit, and to just to be able to sleep. Normally yeah, it's a it's a massive emotional barrier. To try and break through. It's a huge, it's a huge emotional barrier. I used to love sleep. Oh, God, I loved it. <laughs> I used to love sleep too really, until I had kids. It's really, really hard. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, but now it's 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 yeah, <laughs> it's it's different. Yeah. It yeah. is. It is totally different. But like, I can't speak for myself because I haven't had my own personal experiences with um what you've experienced. So I can't really, I can't really relate in that kind of sense. But. I understand though that it, yeah. there needs to be a lot of support in this sort of area and yeah, there are a few places there that will offer the support and obviously it's here to try and find them mm-hmm. and obviously, um, yeah. well, uh, we haven't, I don't think anyone's told you yet, but we, uh, we've actually um, started up our own little support group there now. It's um, available for people who oh, have been abducted. So we're, we're still a little bit hesitant mm-hmm. on doing this sort of stuff because um, like it's running the page myself and then. Uh, well, it's like only two admins for the group uh, trying to run this page. Then, you know, yeah. it takes a toll yeah. and like, you know, between work yeah. and life and all that sort of stuff, it's yeah. like, like how far do we want to keep yeah. diving down into this? Because like, it's just going to be a massive yeah. rabbit hole. And so yeah. We've, yeah. we've been asked a few times, yeah. like, do you have support for this sort of stuff? And like, we're sort of like, yeah, palmed them off to somewhere else to try and get the help. Like, not in a bad way. I mean, like, I'm saying palm off, like, you know, trying to mm. uh, refer them to somewhere else, I should say. Um, and hopefully that mm. they did get the help mm. they needed. But um, so now like so it's, it's not easy. It's not it's easy. Not. They used to do so many more face-to-face support groups in the 1990s. Funny enough, there there was a um, again. Sorry, my my only source here is Mary Rodwell because again yeah. that was my my question there. They used to do it and then it just sort of petered out and people. But now I feel it's coming back again. People are, are needing this support. So that's great. That's yeah. wonderful. Thank you. That's, yeah. Well, um, so those yeah. that are listening and if you have experienced anything like that, um, we do have it on the Facebook page there. It's um, You'll have to go through scroll through the page there, but I will put the link up again um, on the page mm. there somewhere so people can go and reference it and join the, uh, the page there for support. So um, people that are, that are in there, they have been abducted, so they can relate and slowly, surely try and help mm. you in your emotional dilemma in that aspect. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, um, a yeah. question I do have um, now with your daughter, are you mm. saying um, like you you broke free from what um, you would say, like you don't have a contract there, sort of thing. 
Um, on that, like, do you think mm. your daughter was still experiencing things? Like, oh, because obviously you're saying I don't have a contract, so you're referring to yourself. But do you think mm. your daughter is still mm. experiencing these things because she can't fight it in that kind of sense, or doesn't know how to fight it? I think she is. Yeah, yeah, exactly that. Um, through the kinesiology, you know, she, um, the session that I had, she, she did say, you know, I've broken the contract for you and for my daughter, but like I said, yes, I was able to fight it. They still came for me, uh, you know, four days later and that, but my daughter, she just, again, it's, it's a hard one. She's, she's nine years old. Um, and you don't want to start telling her this stuff because there is a thought there. I don't want her to um, have an impression in her head of something that I've put in there. Um, so what I've been doing with her instead is I've been working with her about boundaries. Okay. <laughs> put boundaries up and, and, and pushing it through, you know, uh, at school, I think they're doing safe talks and things like that. And I'm just sort of expanding that for her as well, saying it's okay to say no. It's okay to say no if your teachers are saying something you don't like, if adults are saying something you don't like, if things, you know, if, if the cats are doing something you don't like and I'm just trying to sort of bring it in that way or if there's something going on and you're not liking it, you can say no. You, you've got boundaries and you put those boundaries up. So I'm just trying to work it that way. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully she can fight it um, in that sort of sense. Yeah, yeah. But then at the same time, there is another thing where you're going, maybe I'm helping humanity or them in some way. Maybe there is some help that they're needing from us. You know, there, there is this other side of the coin where yeah, you're some going... some sort of benefit. You know, again... It, there is there some sort of benefit? Is there something there? You know, um, why? Again, it's that big question of exactly why. That is a really why? good question. Um, so, yeah. So, in a way, again, you, I fight... I fight the feeling of, I really don't want to do this anymore. I, you know, I, I really want that contract agreement broken. Go away because yeah. that fear and all that anxiety, I just don't want it. But at the same time, there is that niggling thing of maybe, they, 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 maybe there's a reason for this. Maybe there's something there. Maybe there's something greater that I'm doing that's deep in my subconscious, that this conscious, you know, mind of mine that, that's experiencing this fear and whatnot is not able to comprehend. So I don't know. I don't yeah, know. No, Hence why I'm sort of looking at the, the hypnotherapy session with Mary for the end of November. But, yeah, leaving it just that bit longer. I just, I'm not yet ready. But, yes, it hopefully some of those whys will come through. Maybe. Yeah, I'm a little personally. I'm a little mm. bit hesitant on the hypnotherapy because, like, um, mm. they sort of can implant ideas into your head and sort of work you that way a little mm. bit. Like, it, it's a tough one for me. Like, it's one of those things. I'm mm. very, you know, it's it's a it's a tough one. <laughs> I don't want to like diss it too much, but mm. you know, it, it's one of those things. Like, does it work? Doesn't it work? And it's just like, how far? Are they putting ideas in your head to go and try and get a result out of it? Something that wasn't really yeah. there, kind of thing. Mm. Yeah, I'm curious. I'm very curious. So, yeah, 
um, looking at all sort of options in a way. Yeah. yeah. Um, I do have a question here for you too. Um, do you ever yeah. experience sleep paralysis? No. Um, and I actually don't really know what that is. No. So basically sleep uh, paralysis is like you wake up um, and you can't move. Um, it's like you're frozen, stuck uh, in your bed. And then uh, people seem to experience or see beings or ghosts or some sort of figure in their room whilst they're there. Like they can move their eyes and look around, but they just can't yeah. move. Yeah. Um, no, probably because my experience, it's only been that one time that I've seen the being, um, and then it's just been, uh, like I said, me out of the bed and then it's just these tones and sounds and things like that. So no, I haven't had any sleep paralysis. Thank goodness that sounds really scary too. No. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, so another question from me, um, do you, like, uh, has your parents had any experiences themselves? Like, cause like, um, I call it like uh, a bit of a blood yeah. contract. That's what I've ref um, yeah. had to reference it from. So yeah. the blood contracts, are, yeah. uh, I yeah. would imagine your parents would have experienced something maybe if they've mentioned anything. Yes, actually. Um, my, uh, my dad has seen a craft once at some stage and he, I remember him saying, we were driving down to the beach and um, down near Maslin's Beach actually, down in, in Adelaide, South Australia, and, um, and he said, yes, it was up and above. And he said, and he's so surprised that I don't think mum remembers it and I don't remember it. And, uh, and he's surprised that we don't remember that. Um, my mum, like I said, very scientific, very, very sort of Catholic and whatnot, but she, when, when I sort of explained oh. that, you know, this is going on, this is what's going on, she said to me, yes, I want, she once had a, an interesting experience in the sense that um, back when I was a sort of a child, she, um, she woke up one night and she felt drawn to go outside and she said, I walked outside um, in the middle of the night and she said I just thought I heard someone or heard things outside and that she went outside and she said I was trying to yell at them to sort of yell to say go away and she said nothing would come out and she just said I couldn't get sounds out I couldn't yell and she said I just it felt really strange and so she has had that little experience which just made her go that was weird but that's about yeah. it that's as far as there's anything there um i have two sisters who um nothing with them either um as far as i know um and uh yeah that's that's it and i i have also heard that that it does run through some sort of bloodlines and whatnot um, yeah, I don't know. My blood type's O positive. Um, I have hazel eyes. Uh, I don't know. There's, there's nothing yeah, else really there. different about me in any other way. Um, blonde know. hair at all? No, nothing. No, no, not Nordic either. No. Oh, okay. Um, the other thing that's <laughs> that's happened is um, one of the things that I, I used to be very sort of more extroverted. You know, 
like to go out a lot more and whatnot. And in particularly in the last two years, um, you know, I've I've stacked on a lot of weight. And okay. uh, and it's not me. It's not my style to to do that. Um, a good twenty kilos on me. And I remember Mama a few months back was asking me about it, and I said, you know, deep down the answer to this is, I just want to keep people away. I don't want anyone near me. I don't want anyone around me. This, I'm putting this. I'm doing this to myself to just sort of keep things away from me. And uh, and it just wasn't quite making sense to me that even either. And uh, and again, I'm, I'm going to sound like a bit of a broken record, having a chat to Mary again over the phone. She's saying it, it's something that also can be common with experiences in the sense that you're doing it to sort of ground yourself and to do that, to put a barrier up, to try to keep things away, to keep it all off, to, to, to just not have anything near you. So, yeah, yeah okay. that, that's been an interesting thing for me as well um, because it's, it's, it really isn't me. Um, so, yeah. No, that's Something else that's interesting. So, just sort of looking through it all, you're sort of going, hmm, this is little things are just stacking up not stacking up and yeah yeah well either way it's it's absolutely amazing incredible experiences you're having but scary at the same time just because mm. like just the lack of control that you mm. have over these it's just mind-blowing in a sense exactly that like, that's oh. the word yeah <laughs> exactly that there is no control uh, yeah, yeah. You know, again, I have crystals around me. I, I used to not be a crystals person at all. It's not my thing. Um, so I, I now have bracelets. I wear them. Um, they're around the house. I've, you know, saged the house. All that sort of stuff. You're just going. What can I do? Just, yeah. What can you do? Try to protect mm. your family. Just mm. to try and gain some sort of control. Mm. Mm, exactly. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, someone else uh, asked a question there. Um, have you like been passed on any messages or premonitions at all from your experiences? Do you know what? Not from the these experiences. Again, it's it's a really weird thing. I have I have had visions sort of thing in the past. Um, Oh, you know, I won't go into one sort of too much because it can take a while. But I, I once had a vision of my son who who was here, um, of him standing in a doorway. This was before I even had children, um, in sort of football clothes and talking to me. And I remember at the time, you know, I was um, sort of just sort of daydreaming at home, and this vision just came to me. Um, so I always sort of sort of knew I'd have a child, and I always thought, yeah, I will have a son. And um, and it never really made sense to me the the way he was standing and where I was sitting, and it wasn't until now that I'm in this house. And I, I must say again, I um, in the last ten years I've moved like eleven times. You know, we, we I could never settle in a place. Um, jobs wise as well, I've been a consultant for a long time. Never could settle. Would always be moving, moving again. There was something there. Um, and uh, and it was only till when I came into this house, and uh, and then I realised, oh my God, yes, there's the doorway to your room. That's the kitchen. This is where I was sitting. I now can see what I saw. Um, and then speaking of visions, I have this vision, which I thought was like a, 
I thought my dad told me about this, but then I asked him and he said, I never, I don't, never heard of this. He never knew of this. And then when I'm thinking about it, it, the timeline doesn't make sense. Anyway, I've got, I have, I know this vision. I've had this feeling, vision, experience of myself being in a pod and these pods are in an umbilical cord going around the earth and each person is in their own separate pod and it and from this vision memory thing the word umbilical cord was just something that's so important um, that you are in an umbilical cord I know I'm in an umbilical cord of some sort up around the world I'm in my own pod and I remember you know, thinking, oh, I wonder if my husband's in one of these. So it must have been when I was still married to him, you know, in my 30s. And uh, and I remember I'm in this pod and I'm looking down onto the earth. And I remember going, oh, I'm looking down on the Americas. Damn, I wish I was looking over on Australia. I'd prefer to be looking over at Australia. But I'm, I'm up here and I'm looking down on, onto, um, onto the Americas. And I know I'm up here doing this to... Um, because I've, I've got to be up here t to stay safe. And again, okay. that's just this weird vision, sort of not a dream, not a memory, just, just something's there that there's that, um, which also just doesn't make sense. And like I said, just little things like that, which you're just going, have these weird memories of things and whatnot that just, yeah. Yeah, I was getting a really, really big Matrix vibe right then. <laughs> being in like your own little pod yeah. and yes. <laughs> like you're up there yeah. but your our reality is down the earth somewhere that's yeah i'm sort of getting a matrix vibe there <laughs> yeah yeah i i i'm i'm on a facebook page like alien abductions or whatever facebook page and someone said it was in was it a stanley kubrick movie or something or i don't know i you know i've never seen any of these movies that's the other thing i've i never uh I've never watched any horror movies or any of those types of movies. I'm not, I'm not very, you know, it's not my type of thing. So, yeah, it is that sort of thing. But then again, I think with movies, there's got to be a basis for these from somewhere. Oh, absolutely. There's somewhere there's been an influence to some of these movies, to somewhere for it all to to come out, to come through, you know, the whole Star Trek or the Star Wars yep. and the Intergalactic Alliance. And there's, there's we just something somewhere this has come through and yeah yeah it's oh absolutely yeah there's more to us there's more to this world there's more to the universe than what we can in in our sort of conscious thoughts really comprehend oh yeah look hollywood's gotten their ideas from somewhere like i know there's imaginative people but you know mm. <laughs> they've got their ideas from somewhere initially surely somewhere yeah exactly yeah no, that's awesome. Look, it's been an absolutely incredible experience and awesome story. Um, absolutely fascinating and scary at the same time. Um, but uh, before we end the show, there, does anyone else have any questions that they want to go and ask quickly before we wrap this up? Um, so, yeah, by all means, get your questions out there and we'll um, definitely relay them before we wrap it up. Um, but, yeah, it's uh, absolutely scary going through all that sort of stuff. And uh, like, I hope it sort of does mellow out a little bit so like you can keep some sanity there to yourself without these guys bothering you nearly every night yeah, especially your daughter um, thank you yeah, yeah it's not something yeah. I really wish upon anyone to be honest because like you know we want to live our lives mm -hmm. and how it's meant to be lived and how we choose to you know 
and yeah. go and have some yeah. of this. Exactly. It's, just, it's un certainly uninvited, that's for sure. Exactly, exactly, yes. Uh, so, yes, a, a, again, so, you know, for anyone who's going through it, uh, yeah, yeah, you are not crazy. Situation around you is crazy. You are yeah. not crazy. And, yes, yeah, seek out that support. Seek it out. Absolutely. People are not crazy. This is actually happening in the world, real world. Um, you mm. know, there's support there for everyone that wants support in this sort of aspect there. That's one of the reasons why we sort of mm. created the page there to go and get people's experiences you know there's sightings and such but now we're reaching out to get um get people's um you know experiences on the abductions and try and help them through that with that now um now we've got some people there that are willing yeah. to go and help out in that aspect the people that um experience them stuff yeah. uh, experience them stuff themselves um yep. so yep. yeah they're exactly. there to go and help out now so definitely got all hands on board there now to try and, try and support people on this so yeah Lovely. Yeah. Um, question. Uh, sorry, another question from me. Uh, your son hasn't experienced anything mm. at all. No, in a way, no. He um, he's he's six, um, and he he's just a typical sort of six-year-old boy. And no, I, and funny enough, I don't feel a vibe off him either. Um, he may know something's going on or not. He's very close to his sister um, and he really looks out for her. Um, I'm very lucky. The two of them are really great kids and they do really look out and care for each other and he really cares and whatnot for her. But no, I, I haven't had him you know, sleepwalk or say anything to me or anything like that. Yeah, it's so nothing obvious that stands out anyway. No. No. No, that's fair enough. No, look, well, I think no one's else got so many questions there, so I think we'll wrap it up here because it's um, getting quite late now and uh, we've got some children to go and put to bed. Yes. <laughs> it's way past their bedtimes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, look, it's thank you very so much for coming on the show. It's absolutely wonderful having you here. Um, and thank, uh, you. thank you to Gail there for um, obviously supporting you along with this. It's been absolutely fantastic on her behalf. Yes. And I hope it's absolutely yes, helped you yes. out in a massive way. And I'd love to go and hear how you went with um, Mary as well. Um, yeah. Once you've yeah, I'll uh, I'll report back. Uh, yeah, late late November. I'll I'll report back and and let you know. Yeah, absolutely. It sounds awesome. I'd love to go and get a bit of feedback on that because I'm curious myself on how this yeah. um the whole uh, <laughs> the whole scenario works in this sort of aspect when it comes to. Uh, bring out repressed memories and such. Yeah. So, but yes, no, yeah. thank you again for joining the show. It's um, wonderful having you on and thank I'll you. definitely talk to you soon. Lovely. Thank you. Thank you. All Good right. night, everyone. Thank you. Thank you, Rachel. Okay. All right. Cheers. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.